The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You all know my absolute favorite show sponsor, Organifi. They are doing something big for March. I'm so excited to announce that when you buy two or more products from Organifi.com backslash HTH, you will get free delivery with your order. This is a San Diego-based company that I am absolutely obsessed with. We've had the founder, Drew Canoli, on. We have had his CEO, and I can't even tell you how much I appreciate working with this company. Not only do I love their products, but I love the way that they handle and source everything. A lot of people have been screenshotting and sending me all of their green juice and their red juice. As it begins to get a little bit warmer, spring is in the air, I do notice a lot of people are getting the green apple flavor of the green juice. A lot of travel packets I see happening and it's a 30 count which means that if you're taking two trips throughout the month and you're drinking half a packet at a time which is what I do then this is going to last you for two plus months I'm obsessed absolutely if you're a traveler this is for you go to organifi.com backslash hth I recommend the red juice and the green apple uh, but if you want the travel packs that's the original flavor whatever works grab two so that you can qualify for free shipping and there is a code on their website and go to organifi.com backslash hth for 20% off and then throw on the code ship two the number two ship two on top of that for free delivery oh my gosh you are absolutely going to love it organifi thank you so much for all you do for the podcast and i hope everyone enjoys their red juice it's this nice fruity earthy tape flavor that's great for pre-workout or just to sip on throughout a hot day with a little bit of ice and of course the greens juice you cannot go wrong with these products and i hope you all enjoy use the code hth at organifi.com backslash hth and enjoy Welcome to the Hotter Than Health Podcast, a plant-dominant podcast for those looking to expand and elevate their lives. Each week, we will bring you provocative conversations and topics, entertaining interviews, and some of the biggest names in health and wellness to answer your burning questions. You will leave each episode with tangible tips and takeaways and understand what it truly means to live an energized and optimized life. Welcome to this week's episode of Hotter Than Health. I'm your host, Eliza Gelman. Welcome, welcome. If this is your first time, welcome to the chaos and uh, controlled chaos, controlled chaos. We come in with a plan, but sometimes the plan does me dirty and my ADHD does as well. We're going to get into a couple of different topics today that I wanted to talk about. One is cottage cheese and dairy. Two is the body image, body culture of weight training or people who love weight training, God, that, was, that did not come out beautifully. And then there is a quick update. If you didn't know already, I'm back on Instagram. I don't need, a, you know, I know you're probably smiling when you hear this. If you are just tuning in to Hotter Than Health, 
quick backstory. I was hacked and I got locked out of my Instagram for about almost closer to two months, which is, I understand it happens, but here's, here's the thing. You know, it's wild. We got to be super careful of these hackers. And I was a dumbass and I absolutely saw it coming. And I knew, oh, I said, oh my God, I did not mean to click on that thing. I didn't mean to send that thing. I am going to get hacked. And guess what I did? It was bad. But we have got to be so careful. And these hackers got into my Instagram account. They were sending everybody messages. Everyone that I knew, I was getting hundreds of messages and texts saying, hey, are you hacked? Because someone's sending me weird stuff from your account. And I said, no, no, it's not my account. Anyways, if you got one of those messages, I apologize, but I am back on Instagram. All is good. I did, however, doing a little research, listening to a little bit of the news, not a ton, but I did see that Face or Meta was making more layoffs and or they were making more budget cuts, which means more layoffs. And I do feel for the people who are working there because I know even just from the responses I was getting from people who worked at Meta, it I I don't want to, I will say, it was the hardest thing ever to get my account back. And I had, I was pulling out all the stops. I was asking anyone and everyone that I knew, hey, do you have a contact at Meta? Hey, do you know anyone? Like brothers, sisters, girlfriends, dog walker, whoever it is. And I had about five different contacts of people who work at Meta who are in these departments that I need. And with all of those five or six contacts, even they all submitted tickets, they all did these things. And even though I had all of those people trying to help me out the best they could, their workload and their cases and their tickets, everything that they're dealing with is tenfold right now because one, they already made budget cuts and already laid off a bunch of staff. And so those people are now burdened with more work. They have way more work to do and now they're making another round of layoffs. So I really feel for anyone who is in that industry, anyone who's in that space who is dealing with that and thank you for all that you're doing. I mean, obviously we're not curing cancer here, but I understand that it's still the livelihood of a lot of people and it sucks because it seems like something that we don't really, we think, oh, these companies are huge. How could they be making layoffs? But as more automations come and as more things change and evolve, layoffs just suck and I'm just honestly super super fucking happy that I got back into Instagram before the second round of budget cuts happened okay that's enough you guys didn't hear need to hear me talking about Instagram but super happy to get it back in this same vein I wanted to talk about body image body dysmorphia and how consistency can be it can be interrupted by seeing other people's progress. And what I mean by that is when we say consistency, it's not always, you know, doing the exact same thing day in and day out. But consistency means having your eye on that same prize and doing what you know actually works. And yes, that is going to have some variations in it. But let me give you an example of someone who might be really, really crushing it consistently, but having interruptions and setbacks. Also, sorry, of course, there's 10 million trucks behind the office where I am right now. And so it's a bit loud outside. I apologize if you can hear that. But I'll give you an example of someone who is really (laughs) me. (laughs) Okay. This is, this is me being a, 
I'm trying to figure out how to put this. There are going to be a lot of people out there who know exactly what their goal is. They know what they're trying to achieve. Maybe they have been there at a certain point in their life or another, or they know that they can get there. They're inspired and motivated. They have the intention, the grit, the passion. When we have this passion and motivation, we know, okay, eat right, eat clean with balance and work out consistently. We are so caught up in our social media, whether it is TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, wherever you're looking, seeing other people at different stages of their process, different body types, people that started out, came right out the womb with a six pack, a quick metabolism, curves, Maybe they're not someone who gains weight in their lower belly. Maybe they're not someone who has anything like my, my problem areas are what I look at in other people and say, oh my gosh, they must be, they must be better. They must be more consistent. They must be eating cleaner, which maybe they are, maybe they're not though. What I, what happened today was I have been feeling really great about my workout routine. I'm feeling strong. I feel like I am recovering properly. I'm getting tons of sleep, eating a ton more protein than normal, not normal, but incorporating more protein as a priority. I've been doing more weight training and really focusing on variety instead of just going in and smashing out the same leg workout three times per week. I'm really trying to change it up, incorporating a bit of HIIT, steady state cardio, lots of walking, hydration, deep stretching afterwards, and a decent warm-up with my weight training. And none of these workouts are two hours long. They're all approximately, I'm in and out of the gym in one hour. It's including getting ready and maybe even changing afterwards. So it's not like it's these crazy, intense, long, long workouts, but they're consistent, right? Five, even six days per week. I have been feeling really good about that and I went into the gym and I could see shoulder definition and I was feeling great and consistent and strong and then I came home had a bit of protein like I I had a solid breakfast tons of veggies protein healthy fat the works and I didn't have extra caffeine today Uh, the on paper it was a really fantastic day let me let me tell you about this office that I'm in though so I walk into the office space where I'm working this week, and I'm the only one in here. The lighting in here is oh natural, and oh my god, it is aggressive. If you would like to be humbled, walk up into this office, take a look in any mirror, and you will know exactly what you look like at your worst. Everyone in here, these mirrors are unflattering, and it looks like we have the flu. It's not a beautiful space to be. So many great memories. I'm super happy to be here, but the lighting, it it could be better. (laughs) I looked in the mirror today, and this was around 11 a.m., so at a time when, you know, I'm not bloated. I haven't had a bunch of food throughout the day. I'm just, you know, I'm feeling good and light and lean, and I look in the mirror, and I don't know. I'm wearing a a, a really fitted, tight t-shirt, and it kind of cropped up, and I saw my belly and there's maybe two inches of space and I like lifted up my shirt and in this lighting it almost looked like there was it, it looked like there was like cellulite bits and I was flexing I was posing and of course you pick and you poke and you're like what the heck that because I don't feel 
like that's there. But I look at it and I think that doesn't correlate. That doesn't match up. And I'm realizing it is so much. And, and I immediately, here's, here's what happened. It's not so much a matter of that. And we'll get to that in a minute. That's a very vulnerable thing to say. And I don't normally share things like that, but it's just, it's real life. And what that did was make me think of all of the consistency that I have been putting in for the past couple of months, all of the clean eating, all of the nights where I have gotten amazing sleep. I mean, it's it's more more of a 90-10 than an 80-20 for me right now. And it has been. And I feel really good about that. It made Having that moment in the mirror made me think, one, I'm not doing enough. Two, oh my gosh, am I working out so hard that my body is now not gaining muscle, but it's burning fat or it's not burning fat. It's holding on to fat. Is it, I was just going through these spirals and it, I have a lot of knowledge in this area. Obviously I have so much to learn, but I do think that I know calorically what I need to be intaking. And I do think I'm doing that. What's happening is this is that mid stage that people don't talk about. This is the, that middle of the hut. not the hustle, but middle of the effort, middle of the gritty stuff that people don't often look at or see. Usually we get to the middle of the process on our way to our goal. We look in the mirror and we get distracted and then we fall off. That is why I think so many people, that's why I believe so many people are not reaching our full potential. Because we look at ourselves in the mirror We compare to other people's journeys and where they are in their journey, and it interrupts our progress. And I do these, I I do these mindfulness and awareness uh, exercises with nutrition clients, and we say, we if we know that our thoughts control our outcome, what can we change? Once we recognize negative thoughts or patterns or ways that we are held back from our thoughts, once we recognize those, what are we? substituting that thought for in order to continue on our on our forward moving momentum meaning that looking in the mirror I recognized immediately the thoughts that I was having I said these are not healthy thoughts to have I'm still in the middle of my process I feel good and strong and light and happy and super motivated I know I know that what I'm doing is get is on the right track but It was, it was tough. It was tough for a minute. I didn't get there immediately. It took me a couple of minutes to be like, okay, I recognize that I've just been watching a lot of more social media about people at the gym and people who are super fit and posing and have abs and all these things. And I recognized immediately if I continued, if I had, I continued to go down the spiral thought pathway of comparison and interruption, then yeah, my progress would be interrupted. I would likely, I would, maybe I would go into more of a caloric deficit. Maybe I would stress out even more. Maybe I would go for two more workouts today or try and get two days in all the time. That would throw my body into way more stress and that would hinder my progress and that would be considered more of the crash diet approach. And that's not what we're going for. We're going for consistency, longevity, in every way. And I know that we just did the podcast episode on crash dieting. So that's why I thought it was so important to ensure that we talked about and and really 
picked apart what happens in the middle of your journey, like the not sexy part of the fitness. And in the beginning, you're motivated, you're feeling good, you're getting everywhere, or you're getting to the gym, and you're getting your protein, and you're getting your sleep, and all the food that you need, and you're recovering, and you're speaking to yourself in a great way. And then there's the middle, when you get comfortable, when you are in your routine, things feel not easy, but they feel normal. That I think is not a time to get down on yourself, not a time to go off track completely, but it is a time when the mental stuff starts to come up. It's the time when you really have to challenge your motivation because you're not quote unquote seeing the results, you just have to trust. And when you can commit that blind faith to the process, that's when you know you're going to get there. If you continuously say, I might not see it in this very second, but I know I'm doing what I need to do to get there in a healthy, sustainable way. It's so tough, but having blind faith in the process is what gets people there. This is not the fun part to talk about, but it's the most real and the part that resonates the most with people. And this is when people quit. If you are in a process in your life, when you are in the middle of, if you're in the middle of, maybe you started a new job two years ago and you know, like the novelty of it has worn off. You understand your day-to-day, what you're doing, but you're comfortable and you don't necessarily see the next promotion, but you know that the promotion can get there in the next six months to a year, but you have to do X, Y, Z. That's not the fun part. Nobody, nobody writes books and songs and stories about the middle part. We just want that. We want the juicy end result, or we want the novel new intro, the beginning. I know that some people who are listening to this, who are especially I get a lot of messages from friends and people that I've trained before, wherever it is, discouraged. And I just feel like if you are in this boring phase, if you're in the gnarly phase in the middle, good. Because it is temporary and it is on its way to something. Just don't get off the train. Just continue and... If you have questions, let me know. If you have feedback or any thoughts that helped you get through it, I'd love to hear it. Would love to hear it. On to the Dairy Girls. We, You know that I have had so many conversations about dairy, about dairy practices. We've talked about how it can be congestive and mucus forming in the body. A lot of people, a lot of people mentioned that they have struggled with their skin when they are consuming dairy or they cut out dairy and their eczema goes away or their whatever. And I am a full advocate for that. I think that absolutely processed bullshit dairy is not the way to go. The same way I would say that about processed bullshit oils and meats and other ingredients that we are fed in bulk. I think that do we need cheese in every meal? Do we need dairy in every meal? No. Do we really need it overall? Probably not. But if we are going to consume it, how can it be for our benefit? When I was little, my mom used to make scrambled eggs and she would put cottage cheese in it. Super, I don't know what kind of cottage cheese it was, but 
you know, it was also in the late 90s when low fat was the trend and in the early 2000s when low fat was the trend, South Beach bars, if you know, you know. And my mom would make eggs with cottage cheese. And of course, I thought it was like, ooh, creamy, fatty, rich, so good. I love it. I mean, I'm obsessed with it. It was so good. It was so good. And a lot of people, I think, have not a lot of people, but some people who are listening to this are either going to think it's fucking disgusting. Other people are going to know exactly what I'm talking about. And they're going to be like, oh, damn, haven't done that in a while. I need to get that on that. But, oh, I don't eat dairy anymore. Now, hold on. We used to do that. And I... I didn't realize at the time because I was, you know, I was young. I wasn't thinking, oh, this has X grams of protein and this is going to hold me over and be great for my hormones. I was at the store the other day and I, like I mentioned, I feel like I've been doing really great with my, with my movement and my balanced meals. And I'm feeling it like in a very, although I'm in an insane state of transition in my life, I do feel like my nervous system is calm right now which means my digestion has just been really great, which I'm surprised by based on what's going on in life, but I, I'm, I'm pumped about it. And I thought, you know what? I'm, I'm not a meat eater, but I do eat fish and eggs. And I thought, okay, I want a high protein snack, but I want something that I really enjoy. And I just kept thinking of bars and protein powders, which I love, but I, I wanted something savory that wasn't meat or eggs. And I just went for it. I absolutely went for it. I went to the fresh market. I went to the the dairy aisle right next to the eggs, right next to the Noosa. And normally I avoid that I, that part of the aisle like the play because I think, oh, dairy, no, no, no. But I found the highest quality organic non-GMO. N- only thing that was in there was organic non-GMO uh, cultured milk enzymes or whatever is in cottage cheese. That's all that was in there. And I thought... It is more worth it to me to have some high quality ingredient that I know is, I mean, of course you can't trust all marketing, but I, I know for a fact that the chocolate protein bars at the that are plant-based, they might be more in line with my moral values, but they might not be the highest quality. And if I'm focusing on quality, then I'm going to go for the motherfucking cottage cheese. And I ate the cottage cheese and it was, I'm, I couldn't, I, there's not one ounce of regret. I was, and I, you know what, I think if I had done this last year or two years ago, I would have had regret. I would have started to overthink every single bite. I would have said, okay, just a bite, just a bite, then put it away. Fuck no. I, I mean, I got a tub of it and it took a few days to get through because I wasn't eating it all in one time, even though likely I could have, but it was high in protein. I was super satisfied. It was nostalgic. It's like the savory person's tapioca, if you will. And, but with better ingredients. And I am just so thrilled about it because I genuinely, I think that someone maybe a few months ago said, oh man, I really love cottage cheese. And I said, oh my God, you are right. And ever since then, I have just been, I'm on board guys. I'm on board. And it might be that Greek yogurt is next. There was this Icelandic brand that I cannot remember the name of, but look, and I'm not saying that dairy practices are stable and good and I think that the the humanitarian in me is wishing that there was a different way but I think that I I at least understand the process enough to be okay with it and I would rather spend a little more money on higher quality lower production rate you know smaller batch types of dairy 
And I'm not saying I'm going out and buying it all the time. I don't order it on my food. But if it's around, then I'll eat it or and I might start to incorporate it more because I do think it's a great high protein snack. And this is definitely if you had asked me two years ago that I would have this would not have been coming out of my mouth. But people evolve, people change. And if you can tolerate some dairy, I think that the lactose, lactase in these, I, I also, I'm not positive about this. They don't remove the lactose, but I do think that it's, since it's not a super highly processed type of, uh, type of food, the Greek yogurt, the Icelandic no sugar Greek yogurt, and the zero sugar, zero other ingredient cottage cheese, I do think that they have minimum, less, they have less ingredients, meaning there might be less inflammatory opportunity in that food compared to if you were to eat a plant-based yogurt that has a bunch of added sugar and a isolate, a, a protein isolate, which I'm not, I'm not saying that's bad, but I think that I was at that moment looking for quality over morality in a way, in a way. And I think that if, if this turns you off and you are like, okay, uh, she got me onto this plant, dominant thing. I still am. I still eat veggies constantly, green juice every single day. I'm still mostly pescatarian, but I am incorporating more protein because that's what feels really good for me right now. It's keeping me full. It's keeping me happy. It's keeping my body satisfied. That's where I'm at. That is where I'm at. And I just really feel like 2023 is the year for cottage cheese. Who's with me? (laughs) Who is with me? And if you think that's fucking disgusting, that's absolutely fine. And you are allowed to ride that wave. But if you've never tried it and you're saying that, get back to me once you've tried it. Whatever brand I got, I cannot remember the name. But I will be going back to Fresh Market and getting that. And Fresh Market, if you would like to sponsor the podcast, hit me up. Well, it is Wednesday, March 22nd. It's about to be birthday weekend heading into Charleston this weekend with my sister and some of my best friends. And I am hype, hype, hype. We're about to be 30. Next time you talk to me, I will be the ripe age of 3-0. And I, I just feel like this is a, it's a good time. And here's, okay, here's what I actually also know. If you're someone who's a little woo-woo like me, like modern woo-woo, I think that I have gotten myself out of my Saturn return. I thought first, no way it was going to last this long. But right up to the end of 29, I think from 27 to 29, I was in my Saturn return. And if you don't know about Saturn return, look it up. And I can guarantee that if you are about to be the age of 26, 27, you're either going to enter it or you're going to have some type of life shift. Or if you're 29 like me, maybe you're getting out of it. Or if you're in your 30s, you can look back or 40s, 50s, wherever. whoever's listening, thank you. But if you're listening and you can look back on that period of time between 26 and 30, 31, you might look back and be like, whoa, you are right. So Google Saturn return, do yourself a favor, go down that rabbit hole. You will not regret it. Here's what I also would love. (laughs) I would love it if you all (laughs) for my birthday would head to Apple podcast the little purple icon on your phone and leave us five stars plus a review even if it just says cottage cheese girl or (laughs) or hotter than health is great or you mention health wellness nutrition fitness hormones plant-based whatever mention some trigger words so that people searching for podcasts can find it i am 
endlessly grateful for anyone listening and I appreciate all of you and I hope that some of this resonated especially about the body shape and the dysmorphia and the consistency I do hope that it resonates and I know it will for some of you if it does please send me a message at Eliza G underscore wellness or hotter than health podcast and I will talk to you on the other side of 29 have an amazing rest of your week we'll talk to you next Thursday Yeah.